Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Okay, and welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right, what are we talking about this evening? Well, we start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance, then the ups and downs for the week, the war on Christians continue, I slipped in the illegal alien invasion report, the political smackdown, and space the final frontier if we get to it. And why is this is Halloween up there? I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't put that Okay, let me change it. Is that right next to two commercial? <laughs> yeah. Well, that could happen with my shaky hand. Yeah, that's what happened. Anyway, if we space the final frontier if we get to it, and we have a big day tomorrow. Yeah, I'm tired. Excuse me. Would you like another cup of coffee? Yes, I would. Okay. Just like I always do. Yeah, but your coffee cup is all messed up. I will have to fix it. All right. Patriots, hand over hard face the flag. You don't have a flag, get a flag or make one. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh. All right. The ups and downs for the week. A down from the Associated Press. Amid fierce and relentless bullying by classmates, an 11-year-old Delaware boy named Joshua Trump will go by a different name at school. The boy's mother, Megan Trump, told WPVI-TV in Wilmington that classmates in the Brandywine School District curse at him. They call him an idiot. They call him stupid. 
Bobby Berto, Joshua's father, explained he was getting ridiculed and bullied for the fact that his last name was Trump. What's what are wrong with the parents of these children? What Brandywine where? This must be on the left coast. The parents say the bullying began when Donald Trump, who is not related, began running for the presidency in 2016. Berto said he pulled his son out of the public elementary school and homeschooled him for a year. He thought the bully would stop when Joshua moved to middle school this year, but he was wrong. The principal of Tally Middle School, Mark Meyer, acknowledged the problem in an interview with WPVI. Mayor said teachers do their very best to try not to say his last name and noted five students have been disciplined. Okay, now you're going to have to say this once again. I know we've told this story over and over and over again. But when we were growing up, if you were bullied, especially you, if they saw somebody being bullied, what would you do? What would I do? Yep. I'd beat up the bully. Um, Megan Trump said her son hates himself, and he hates his last name, and he feels sad all the time, and he doesn't want to live feeling like that anymore, and as a parent, that's scary. After a meeting Tuesday morning, why doesn't he have his father's last name, commie? After a meeting Tuesday morning, Mayor and the family agreed to change Joshua's last name to his father's name in their system. EAG News, a nonprofit promoting education reform, noted Trump supporting students were ridiculed by a biology teacher at McNeil High School in Round Rock, Texas in August. One parent told KHOU TV in Houston, the teacher told a class of high school seniors, by the way, I hate Donald Trump with a burning passion, and his is a complete, and he is a, it says his is a complete douchebag. And it's, I'm sure it's supposed to be he. Uh, the woman said the teacher called her son and his friends a bunch of Trumpies. Then she continued to call my son Trumpy as opposed to his name. After parents filed a formal complaint, the Round Rock School District placed the teacher on leave and launched an investigation. The teacher eventually was reassigned to administrative duties. Yeah, big deal. Still gets paid, right? This is what I'm talking about, teachers. Why would you think you could behave that way? Talk about juvenile behavior at its so-called adults. They are they're just ridiculous. They're emotional about politics. Completely emotional. I hate it with a burning passion. Why? Because he undid all the crap that Obaminus did? Because he made the country better? What do you hate about him? Low unemployment for black Americans? Record. Record low unemployment. Record low employment for Hispanics. Do you hate him for that? Are you racist? Do you hate black people and Hispanics? Do you hate your own gender? Record low unemployment for women. 
Do you hate prosperity? Record high GDP growth. What what is your problem? Well, I mean, it's not historic GDP growth yet, but I mean, it's it's up there, better than anything Obama has had. It's actually better than anything GW had. Anyway, so Donald Donald Trump's doing such a, a fantastic job. How about uh, making d- deals with North Korea and having? them stop lobbing missiles over Japan and threatening to blow up one of our territories. You hate him for that? What do you hate him for exactly? Being successful? I'm really tired of all the irrational behavior, especially from conservatives. This is never Trumpers. You're just as irrational as these, as these idiots. Don't call yourself a conservative. Conservatives aren't emotional I- idiots. We don't think with our emotions. We think with our brains. We're logical. We would never say never Trump because he's not a real conservative. You're not a real conservative. I don't know what you consider a real conservative. He's a devout Christian. Uh, all his policies that he's been doing are conservative policies. What the heck's your problem? We're not supposed to delve into personalities, buddy. Ladies. Yeah, I know. I lose listeners. So what? If I can't, if I can't wake them up, they might as well go elsewhere. They're going to continue to be irrational. There's no sense. I'm sitting here getting all teed up at me because I'm going to report when Donald Trump does good things. In fact, we don't do it enough on the show, and I keep getting on Susan about it. I'll be getting on her again tonight. All right, up, down. From the Epoch Times, more than one hundred, more than one thousand seven hundred Gold Star family members just got back from a trip to Disney World. <clears throat> the families, called the Snowball Express, an official program of the Gary Sinise Foundation. The children and spouses of fallen soldiers were loaded into 15 airplanes and treated to an all-expense-paid five-day vacation in Orlando, Florida. Man, they should have went to Universal Studios. It is so much better than Disney World. Disney World, frankly, kind of sucks. In Chicago, the families were blessed with a beautiful send-off at the airport with supporters dressed in holiday and other festive gear, cheering, clapping, and ringing Jingle bells. At the Los Angeles airport, Santa and Mrs. Claus arrived in a helicopter to visit the children, give them presents, and offer a photo opportunity. That's one depressing place to be in Christmas time. That's why he didn't, that's why Gary Sinise flew them out of there. 
they, he didn't want them to go to anything that had to do with Hollywood. No, that's not why it's depressing. It's just depressing. No, I know, but I'm just saying that's why he flew them to Florida instead of... No, Disneyland is not as big as Disney World, and it's not the same thing. He didn't want them to be in Hollywood weird. I'm just saying, for, it's not in Hollywood. <laughs> it's nowhere near Hollywood. And they have Knott's Berry Farm as well, which is actually better than Disneyland. Disney World, if you like standing in line a lot, God, it's a great place. Uh, it's just a bunch of rides. It's really kind of boring, and they have really horrible politics. Uh, oh, actually, it's completely changed. They have a complete Jurassic Park thing. They have Harry Potter thing. Don't even care. I don't like their politics. They're I'm commies. sorry. They're commies. You don't support commies. Good. So this is what the Universal down is about. Studios is much more fun. It's even interactive. Trust me, I've been to both of them, and I was at the old Universal Studios. Way back in the day when I was a kid, it's gotten much better since I've been there. I should have went back, but now I got talked into going to Disney World again. It sucked, and I got and we used the wheelchair, so we got to go cut the line. It still sucked. It's just it's it's just rather boring. Uh, sorry to you. To me, yeah, right. You have never been to Universal Studios, so you know not what you talk about. Well, I had fun. I'm glad you had fun. You would have had more fun at Universal Studios. Trust me, much more fun. And luckily, you didn't have to stand in line like regular people. You would have had so much fun. Like when I was a kid, I had to go there. It was not so much fun. I had more fun when I went to the the place in Georgia because it was raining. And there was nobody in the park. It wasn't raining that hard. It was just light rain, but there was there was nobody, so I didn't. I went on every ride. I just walked up, got the ride, went. Well, this is nice for the kids. I'm I, I'm not sure it is. I think the kids would have more fun at Universal. That's Studios. why it's an up down. Well, then stop talking. <laughs> no, actually, it's an up down because they lost their parent. One a parent. <clears throat> Otherwise, there would be a gold star family there. Anyway, I'm sure the kids had fun. Anyway, Los Angeles is just depressing because it's warm and sunny, and it that's not Christmas. And really, nobody, I, I don't know, maybe it's changed, but nobody puts lights up when I was there. It was, nobody had light, Christmas lights up, so it's kind of depressing. It, everything's, everything's cement, too, so it's. I can't explain it, but I was really depressed during Christmas. All right, so that goes uh, Los Angeles with the helicopter. <clears throat> Each one of these children who are going on these airplanes have lost apparent military services, either combat-related or illness or, unfortunately, suicide sometimes. We want to take care of these kids and make sure they know they we don't forget. Actor Sinise told... KCAL 90, uh, KCAL 9. Meanwhile, the National Airport came to a complete standstill, and the crowd was treated to a rendition of the Star Spangled Banner with military members giving a salute. Facebook user Jen Tringle uploaded a heartwarming video of the scene. Most every person standing around, <laughs> it's a quote, She's, <laughs> it started with most. It's interesting. Most every person standing around 
myself included, was bawling at the sight of these kids and spouses who have paid so great a price for our country. To see all of this at Christmas time was so humbling, Tringle wrote. Sinise's foundation took over the Snowball Express in 2017, <clears throat> but Sinise has supported the program for, five, for years. It helps families of the fallen heal, learn, and build lasting relationships, according to the website. American Airlines is also a sponsor. It was the first time since losing my husband that I went five days in a row without crying. Sure, there were a few moments of filling up with tears. However, those were tears of gratitude and pride, said widow Jennifer Hansen, who participated in the Snowball Express with her eight-year-old daughter, Jade Penix, who took her son Desmond on the trip last year, and she said it was a powerful experience during a particularly difficult time of year. It's just important because all of the bonding that we get to do, he gets to find friends who are just like him. And I get to find ones that have lost just like me, she told KCAL 9. It's easier when you find people who've gone through the same thing, so it's amazing. It's an amazing experience. All of the different tributes they have and all of the different balloon releases where I get to write a message to my husband. It's amazing. I don't think the balloon's going to reach heaven. I like that, though. I like the balloon thing. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's probably some kind of cathartic thing. You know, when some I, I went to the, the, when I was down in Florida, I went to a memorial that uh, my father's girlfriend's son put on. And what they did is they took their friend's ashes and they put them in little cups and with lights and they released them into the ocean. Was really cool. Because he had no family. How? His Did the fam waves push it back? No, they didn't. It didn't. It took. They waited till it took it out. Oh, so it, it took it all they didn't away. Have big waves. No, no, they didn't have really big waves, but it was definitely the. I missed the ocean. Um, but was it at the Gulf? He didn't. They did The the friends' family were the church. He didn't have any family. Tell the church took care of him. As it should be. Yep. And mostly it isn't. Sinise has dedicated so many years to causes for veterans, such as volunteering for USA USO tours, building homes for wounded veterans, or helping people overcome injury or loss. A tremendous spirit of volunteerism and giving back to our special snowball families of the fallen. It's been a great year. More to come in 2019. We remember, wrote Sinise on Twitter. I'm amazed they haven't kicked Sinise off Twitter yet. All right, <clears throat> down. From the independent UK. An academic conference on sex with robots has been canceled 
due to a backlash against a proposed speech by Steve Bannon, Donald Trump's former advisor. Why? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. And how come my spell checker will take canceled with one L or two L? It doesn't matter. That's it's supposed to be spelled with one L. <clears throat> Mr. Bannon had been due to speak at the International Conference on Advances in Computer Entertainment, ACE, this month in Montana. But protests from activists and fellow speakers forced the cancellation of the event, its organizers said. A link conference being held alongside ACE, the International Congress on Love and Sex with Robots, LSR, was also canceled over the outcry, a statement on its website said. Since the arrangements being made for both conferences were inextricably intertwined, we have had no alternative but to postpone the Congress on Love and Sex with Robots, organizer David Levy wrote. The sex robot gathering has been postponed until January 2020, when it will be held in Las Vegas at the same time as a pornography convention, he added. Mr. Bannon, a former editor of the right-wing Breitbart News website, who served as White House chief of... You know, why do they say that when they talk about right-wing websites or news sites? But they never say, you know, Washington Post, left-wing news site. Left-wing news site, Washington Post, left-wing news site, New York Times. They never say that. But they say right-wing news site all the time. Why? That's it. Got to catch this stuff. <clears throat> it shows their bias. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> who served as White House chief strategist from January to August last year, was one of the key architects behind Mr. Trump's 2016 election agenda. <clears throat> he had been due to deliver the keynote address at ACE. ACE's organizers blame what they called an anti-free speech fascist style mob, and claimed the behavior of people opposed to Mr. Bannon's presence was very similar to campaigns of book burning in Nazi Germany. The decision to cancel taken in mid-November was a tragic moment in the history of human civilization, they said in an unsigned rant on the conference website. <clears throat> the converts appeared to have been beset by problems <clears throat> Sorry, <clears throat> I need to, something stuck in my throat. <clears> throat> the Congress appeared to have been beset by problems in 2018, its 15th year, <clears throat> with three members of its steering committee stepping down over changes <clears throat> to its structure, including the decision to co-locate it with LSR. Yoram Chisik, one of those members, wrote in an online statement that none of us were consulted or notified about this, nor did we give our consent to it. ACE founder and chairman Adrian Chiok personally attacked Mr. Chisik on Twitter over the falling out. Mr. Bannon's planned presence at other conventions and festivals has sparked backlash previously. The New Yorker magazine, wait, did it say the left-wing New Yorker magazine? 
was forced to disinvite Mr. Bannon after complaints from other headline guests at its 2018 festival. See? The left does not want free speech. They silence people. That's not free speech. That's controlled speech. And one Democrat left-wing kook actually came forward and said, yes, I would like to be able to control people's speech. Ooh, an honest prog. Giving it up for everybody as every prog would like to control our speech. Every prog would like to either kill us or put us in re-education camps. They are the fascists. Wake up, ladies and gentlemen. If you think you're a Democrat, you better not think that. They are left-wing fascists. They are not for liberty. They are for tyranny. Don't align yourself with them. Don't help them in their agenda. Don't be fooled. They're not for minorities either. They're for using minorities and then throwing them away when they're done with them. All right, now, from CNSnews.com. <coughs> Obviously. <coughs> Darn it. Politics is a tough business that requires a very thick skin. First Lady Melania Trump told Fox News' Sean Hannity Wednesday night. But she said she wouldn't mind staying on for a second term. I think my husband is go doing an incredible job. The country does best ever. So yes, I think I want the country to continue to do well. Hannity asked Mrs. Trump what she would like the country to know about her husband that a hostile media would never report. That he's fighting for America and American people every day. Every day, Mrs. Trump said. He wants to govern the right way. And sometimes it's tough because you can see the media wants to bash and focus on negativity. Hannity asked Mrs. Trump about the most difficult thing she's had to deal with since her husband became president. I would say the opportunists who are using my name or my family name to advance themselves, from comedians to journalists to performers, book writers, it doesn't hurt, she said. The problem is, they're writing, they're, they are writing the history and it's not correct. Okay, that's exactly right, because what Colbert does, that disgusting little piece of dog dung, actually dog's poop is better, is better than him, with that stupid, idiotic, Melania Trump impersonator makes me nauseous. I would love to, like, take Epicat, you know, the syrup that makes you throw up, and throw up all over her. Yeah, that, that thing is not a her. It's just gross. That's a trans tranny. It's, I know, it's, it's gross. It's ugly. It's, it doesn't, it's, it's ugly, that's all I gotta say. Uh, and he's stupid. And people say, always say he's so smart and intelligent. He is an idiot. His humor is lowbrow, and he's got a whole staff writing it for him. He doesn't write his own jokes. Neither did the other idiot that was on before him uh, on the da Daily Show that he took over. 
It sure gets away from his writers. Not that smart. Yeah, but they're not that, lot- certainly not that funny. Uh, but he is smarter than this guy. I'll give you that. I forgot. John Stewart. John Stewart is smarter than Colbert, but still, he's not. It, without his writers, he's not all that. Uh, even he said it. He's just honest about it. And he even said, I, "I can't believe people say they get their news from my show. It's it's not a news show. It's comedy." Well, he's come out and. In favor of Trump, actually. We were shocked. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, we, we, we did that story in the ups and downs. Yeah, he's actually said that this is out of control. These people, This is out of control. This is ridiculous, he said. Why why are, why is, it's, why do He should that? know his own, what his own people are like. Yeah, but you know what? he just found out. Do you know what you said? You said because he's out of it now. Yeah, well, he doesn't have to be a lemming, but. It's that. It's that he's not. It's not. He's not in the bubble anymore. You know. Right. That's what, exactly what you said when we did that story. Yeah. Well, it, it's a, a host of things. You know, when everybody around you th- group thinks, you start thinking like them. But if you get out of it, and probably he's retired, so he started traveling. When you start traveling around the country, that's when I really started to get more yep. and more conservative. Yep. Was talking to people around the country. Yep. You know, in the non-coastal areas. Well, that's why my novel is called Opening a Registered Nurse's Eyes, A Life-Altering Journey Across America. Because that's what happened. What? But we did the entire United States, North American, uh, twice, North America. We toured North America when I was a travel nurse. And that's exactly how I turned into a conservative, because I was like, wait a minute. There's like hardly any other people that think like the way I was thinking when I was in New York. But I was always questioning anyway. I mean, we weren't staunch uh, progs. What are you looking for? My Leatherman. Well, you're going to have to wait now. My pouch is upside down. There's no Leatherman. You're going to have to wait. He gets like this. He's like, ugh. Anyway. I just discovered it's missing. (laughs) Then let's do this. (laughs) We should have done it already. Yeah, we're going to go to a break. Ted Crawford Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. Welcome to the Red State Cafe. My name is Darla. You ready to order, sweetie? Your omelets are made with organic eggs, right? They come from a chicken's ass. That organic enough for you, sugar? Uh, what's your pork? Is it steroid-free? It is by the time Chef Earl is done with it, honey. Well, how about your chicken fried steak? That's made with free-range chicken, right? Free-range? We can't afford to give it away, darling. Look, I don't see it on the menu, but can you just make me a progressive omelet? Sugar, you're in the wrong restaurant. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, call Consolidated Credit now. 
Call now, 800-481-8211. That's 800-481-8211. 800-481-8211. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by Virginia State Corporation, commission licensed under DC32. Establishment of a plan may adversely affect the individual's credit rating or credit scores. Non-payment of debt may lead creditors to increase financial charges or collections activity, including litigation. You have no idea. I've got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. What's the big idea? Do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app? Well, now is the time to make your idea a priority. Get it off the ground fast and call Davison. We have over 25 years experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online. It's simple to get started. Call now and ask for our free big idea starter guide. We'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream. Dream big and be big. Call Davidson now for your free big idea starter guide. Davidson charges fees for services. 800-213-9257. If you're suffering from hearing loss, stay tuned for a special offer from the makers of Listen Clear, a revolutionary hearing aid breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Right now, you can try Listen Clear hearing aids absolutely free for 45 days. You can also qualify for free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear hearing aids are so lightweight and comfortable, you can wear them all day long. They're practically invisible, too, so others won't even notice you're wearing them. And the best part is, you'll be able to hear almost everything, everywhere. So do something about your hearing loss. Call Listen Clear now to get started with your 45-day risk-free hearing aid trial. This special offer won't be available for long, so call Listen Clear now. 800-716-4665. 800-716-4665. 800-716-4665. We're here 24 hours a day to help. That's 800-716-4665. Investing is a long-term process. How many times can you think of in the last decade that the stock market has destroyed retirement funds for people just like you and me? For your existing IRA, you need the security that gold has provided for centuries. Remember, gold has never been worth zero. Capital Gold would like to introduce you to the Home Storage Gold IRA. It's a self-directed IRA set up with all the protection and tax benefits of an LLC. But the big difference in this IRA is you invest in gold and you hold it in your possession. You can't do that with stocks. That's security. You can transfer any type of IRA hassle-free in days. Please call right now and learn more, and we'll waive the $500 setup fee and give you a free safe to store your gold. Call 800-515-6302. That's 800-515-6302. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. 
Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day. 10 an hour. One person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-377-1456, 800-377-1456, that's 800-377-1456. Cooperative Radio Show, our half of one. That's weird. Usually, usually this flies by, and it, it seems like it should have been hour two. Nope. Why is it slow? I don't know. I don't know. I'm also, light sensitive. All right, back to uh, our wonderful first lady. Where were we? Hannity asked Mrs. Trump about Warren Dibbin. Where was I with this? I usually put a cursor there, and it's nowhere to be found. Um, That the history is not correct. Where is that? It it's up. Up. Yeah. I can't find it. Right there, history, and it's not correct. That's down. Especially with the speculation about you and your marriage, Hannity prodded her. Mrs. Trump told him, the opportunists like to focus on the gossip, and I would like that they. Focus on the substance and what we do, not just about nonsense. Mrs. Trump said she knew her husband would win the election because of the way he connects with people. And he does. Tweeting is one of the ways the president connects. And Hannity asked her nicely if she tries to restrain him at times. She replied that she gives her husband her honest opinion. And sometimes he listens. And sometimes he doesn't. See, and she's she is consistent. She says this to everybody. Everybody. I don't agree with his tone sometimes, and I tell him that, she said. I said to him, you know, I don't think you need to tweet that out. But in the end, it's his decision. He knows the consequences. He's an adult. And any, you know, any, you know? I know. I, she did not say that. Oh, I know. And this is supposed to be a quote. That's what pisses me off. Yeah, and now she would never talk like this. And you know, but he's a fighter. He's a fighter. She knew what she was getting into when she married this man. Just like I knew what I was getting into when I married you. Doubt it. Well, 
the only thing that's the difference is your illness. That That's it. That changed everything. Uh-huh. So. But. Good for her. She stands by her man. Then they keep saying he has all these affairs. He had all these affairs. They're not going to drop it. They're um, idiots. First of all, they're opportunists. And why would they drop it when he paid for them to go away? It's suspicious, Susan. That's... You know, when you got all these women getting NDAs claiming <clears throat> that you had an affair with them, it makes it appear like you had an affair with them and you paid them to go away. Okay, but you know what? He brought up a really good point. He's talking about everyone saying with the him paying it out. The whole freaking Congress has a whole fund. Yeah, uh, don't point to other people's bad behavior to justify your own. Yeah, what happened to that fund? What happened to that what investigation? What happened to that investigation? Actually, if you paid attention, now they have to pay out of their own pockets and they have to disclose it publicly. That just came out today. Were you not paying attention? Don't ask for something that's already happened. Anyway, again, don't point to other people's bad behavior to justify your own. That does no good to anybody. Nothing. Okay. So, what is the point? So is, Trump had all NDAs these NDAs are done all the time by rich people. Rich people do NDAs for all kinds of reasons all the time. It's just easier to pay people off than it is to pay the legal bills. That's just standard operating people. Rich people are a target, and that's the way it is. And, uh, you know, a hundred and something thousand dollars, here, go away. $50,000, here you go, go away. It's just too expensive to go to court for 10 years over something that didn't happen. And if you look into it, you'll discuss rich people. Or it, they all have NDAs. They, they have people signing non-disclosure agreements all the time. So it's that's what's that's what needs to be pointed to. Not other people's bad behavior actually doing bad things actually doing bad things, actually having affairs, actually doing, uh, you know, bad sexual things to people that they're not supposed to because uh, they work for them. Last time I checked, that's what I said. I don't know how we got it. Bill Clinton gets a pass. If that was a CEO of any corporation, he'd be in prison. No, Nobody in power is allowed to have sex with their subordinates. And if, it doesn't matter if they're even... Even if they're okay with it. You're not allowed by law. The Democrats passed that law. They can't stick to it, though. So as the highest CEO in the land, how did B.J. Clinton get away with it? What, his name is Bill Jefferson Clinton. Didn't you know that? Anyway... Speaking of morality, the war on Christianity continues. This one from Fox News. The Alliance Defending Freedom is a household name for many who have followed religious liberty cases in recent years. A multiple-time winner at the U.S. Supreme Court, the organization takes on cases such as the blatant intolerance by Colorado for the Christian faith of masterpiece baker Jack 
Phillips. This stuff's still going on? It also organizes campaigns each year to affirm free speech rights of pastors. And it has a special division, the ADF Church Alliance, which focuses on threats facing churches in America. There are seven different current threats, according to John Harding of ADF, who warns that churches need to be prepared and protected legally. The majority of threats, he said, are the potential loss of a provision that treats pastors' housing as tax-exempt. It is being challenged by the Freedom From Religion Foundation at the 7th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Okay, first of all, let's, let's straighten this out. There is no freedom from religion in the Constitution. It's just the opposite. Clearly states you don't have a right to be free from religion. It says I can express my religion wherever I want, right in front of your face, even though you don't like it. That's what it says. This foundation shouldn't even exist, and every time it files a lawsuit, the courts just say goodbye. Kick them out. Frivolous lawsuit. Go away. Just their name attached to anything. I would just kick it out. Sorry, you got to find somebody that's actually credible to file a lawsuit. There is no freedom, no right to be free from religion, no right to be free from being offended. None. Get over yourselves. This, this, these people make me want to punch them right square in the face. I really, I mean it. I, it, it just ticks me off that much. I just want to punch them right in the face. They shouldn't exist. They shouldn't be allowed to exist. I'm tired of this. We need to get back to our roots and get rid of this secular nonsense. We're never a secular country. We're never intended to be a secular country. And we better undo the secular country because it's why we're dying. And, by the way, pastors, you have no right to be free from taxation. Man up. Tell the federal government you're not telling me what to do. Take my tax, I don't care, take my tax-exempt status and shove it up your backside. Well, and That's what I would tell them. This is my church right here. Well, and that's what we had a pastor, was it Pastor Broden we had on? And that's what he was trying to get all these pastors and all these priests to stop this nonsense. You know what? And we've talked about this before. Wall Builders did a great job on what? The Black Robe? Regiment. Right. During the Revolutionary War. We're all pastors and priests. There's still a Black Robe. There's a current Black Robe Regiment. Well, explain again to the folks who these people were. You're too far from the microphone. For I'm the last yelling. Time. No, you weren't. <laughs> I was yellow. <laughs> now, you, need to... you were yellow. Uh, it's a big scale there. Tell the folks about it? No, I'm not going to tell the folks about it. Let them look it up. Black Robe Regiment. Look it up. And it's not the most impressive thing. Um, I think Reverend Whitfield, I think was his name, was by, by far the most impressive story I've ever read. Look him up. I'm sure I'll do it again on the show, but not tonight. It's not in the show. And I will not do it justice off the top of my head. It's that big a story. 
to summarize it, he was a patriot, okay? <laughs> and he preached he be, he preached a patriotism and revolution from the podium. As you're supposed to. You're supposed to preach about life from the podium, about how Christ is in your life and how you as a Christian are supposed to behave in your life. This is the messages you're supposed to be getting from your pastor. If you're not getting that from the podium, then get the hell out of church. You're wasting your time and your money. Find a new church. Or replace the pastor. But good luck. This is, a, this is what comes out of these seminaries. This is why all the religions that have these seminaries and colleges like the Baptist College, you have to go to these seminaries. What they're churning out, I mean, these are people that they don't preach correctly. They're not taught to preach life. They're not taught to go out there and tell them abortion is murder. Oh, no, you can't talk about anything political. We'll lose our tax exempt status. If all you're worried about is money, how spiritual are you exactly? I don't think Jesus said, you, you, when you're in church, you should worry about money. I think he was pretty pissed off about people collecting money in church. Meaning the tax collectors. Jesus is not as people represent him. Not even as pastors and reverends around the country and churches represent him. No, they do not represent him correctly. No, Jesus was not a pacifist. Not even by a long shot. Forget the tax collectors. Everyone talks about the tax collectors in church. He blew his temper, threw them out, tossed everything around. Yeah, I know. But what happened when he was talking and he was telling the person, if you have a robe and no sword, go sell your robe and buy a sword. Well, because... Doesn't that sound like a pacifist? That's because he was Jewish, and the Jews were always fighting somebody. It's not because he was Jewish, because that's not the message you, they were getting from the Sanhedrin. Right, right. But exact. But but the point was that he knew his people were always that's, in, compl in conflict. No, no, you are not hearing the message, and it wasn't to a Jewish person even. Every person has to defend themselves first and foremost, or you die and nothing else matters. That's the message. That's why I'm reverend. You have to understand the message. You can't see it's easy to misunderstand when you read the Bible. It's this is classic. It's done all the time, uh, and it's hard out of context. And I don't, I don't remember the whole context. I'm going back now and rereading, starting to reread the Bible. Uh, so, so I can start remembering all the context, all the story. Uh, it, you know, it's been it's been a lot of years. I got away from it, and I just got back to it. And I'm not and I'm not praying enough. I'm working on that. You know, you get away from prayer, you forget how. It's weird. I mean, I pray, but you know, there's. There's praying and there's praying. I can't explain it. Basically, because I haven't gotten back to it. Uh, all right, anyway, back to the Freedom From Religion Foundation. That shouldn't exist. Nobody should pay any attention to them because they're idiots. A 
again, show me in the Constitution where it says you have the right to be free from religion. Like, go, right now, run. Go. Read. Have at it. The Establishment Clause. Okay, read it. Read it. Go ahead. Read it. Read the Establishment Clause. What does it say? And then what does it say right after the Establishment Clause? Oh, that's a sticky wicket. It says we have the right to freely express our religion. We're... What the heck? How can they? How can you stop us then? How can you cite the first, that little first part that doesn't even say what you say it says, and then forget the second part that says we're allowed to express our religion wherever and whenever we want? Ooh. How the hell do they get away with this? How do the courts get away with it? How do they get away with it? And why do you let them get away with it? You don't even have to actually understand that one. It's in plain English. Current English. Not even old English. Excuse me. Uh, This really ticks me off. The church exemption from requirement to file a Form 990 with the IRS, which can reveal private donor information. If the case is lost, churches would be forced to disclose private information to the public. Well, they can't because the little the little the little thing goes around and you put the envelope in it with dollars in it. You don't have any name on it. I know some people may write a check, but most of us don't. So how are you going to know who put what and where and how? How are they going to disclose it? That's the stupidest thing I ever did. Go ahead. Ask me, I don't know, I, um, okay, I got this much money from random donors. What are they going to do about it? I'd love the IRS to come and audit it. <laughs> How do you audit a wicker basket? Ah, I put, we passed this around and they put money in it. Here you go. What are you going to do, Rest me? I'm serious. I let this go because the minute the IRS showed up to audit the church, I'd be I'd be at the television stations and news and radio stations and newspapers. I'd be calling all of them and telling them what's going on. Hopefully, find one that isn't run by left wing kooks. Well, you know, you can call shows like Sean Hannity. You can call this show, but call Sean Hannity as more listeners. I think. I really have no way of knowing how many listeners I have. Uh, I know some of the. I have some of the information, but not all of it. Anyway, so uh, for look, I don't. I don't have to reveal personal information, and you won't have to. What they would have to do, though, is take the amount of money they got, and they're going to have to pay tax on it, whatever tax bracket that falls into. And so what? Here, here's my, here's your time. Here's your, here's your blood money. Take it. Go away. Get out of my life. That's exactly how I behave. Give a crap. Take this money and go. But again, you got organized religion, and the pastor doesn't even get a say in it because his hierarchy tells him what to do. Right? Ah, another problem. You need a new church. You need independent pastors. They can do whatever they want. See, churches with hierarchy, they just suck up all your money. What you need is a church with a couple of pastors, a couple of reverends. That's it. Nothing else. 
Like three reverends, so one hat doesn't have to do every service and and every and go do every uh, you know yeah go to hospital and give last rites and stuff like that. So you you got three, but with that I have to go to a break. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> Manuel went down to Georgia. He was looking for a job to steal. He was in a bind. He was way behind. He was willing to make a deal. When he came across a white boy sweeping a Walmart parking lot, Manuel jumped out of his lowrider and said, Boy, let me tell you what. In case you didn't know it, I'm not an American like you. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now, you sweep pretty good parking lot, but give Manuel his due. Your lot I'll clean for Carter Green, because I can work harder than you. The boy said, my name's Bubba, and it might be a sin. But I'll take your bet you're going to regret, because I can outwork a Mexican. Bubba, you're true red, white, and blue. Now sweep that parking lot hard, because wetbacks are in Georgia, and they're looking for green cars. And if you win, we'll deport his ass back to Mexico. But if you lose, we all speak Espanol. officially running for president of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. <laughs> There's not going to be a president, Donald Trump. Trump will not be president. Trump will never be elected president of the United States. You're not going to be president. A man right? who will never be president of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. She's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the difference! This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. Do you still think she has a 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a festivist miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America. The fight for the presidency. I think we don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky. Don't no, care about Indiana. Don't care. Indiana. With it's West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote. North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas. Uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. It, it was at 80% an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? 68%. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio. His supporters, what does it say about you? Oh shit, he's bleeding. Yo, yo, yo. He's bleeding. The left and the opposition party in the media. What they want to do is shut up the deplorables. You continue to make excuses for this man, for his vile behavior. Doesn't that make you just as bad, if not worse, than him? 2018 is another election about Donald Trump. Because you know what? They're scared of him. 
They are scared of what he's done. They're scared of the economy that he's created. Historic tax cut, African-American unemployment, Hispanic unemployment, record lows because of what the president's policies are. He's delivering jobs, he's securing the border. Probably the greatest foreign policy we've seen in decades. And for all of you who over the last few years have uttered that tired, lazy, uninformed, uneducated, ignorant response, you know what you can go do? Fuck Trump. They know that Trump is on the rise out there in the polls. If the Democrats win the midterms, they are going to go after Donald Trump for impeachment. Impeach 45! This election cycle is about the highest stakes possible for our nation. This is Armageddon. Tell me what the Democrats are running on. Are they going to vote on let's bring ISIS back? Uh, they have no answers. So they resorted to racist and xenophobe. What we've got to do is fight in Congress, fight in the courts, fight in the streets. We will punch some people in the face. A homeless woman confronted as she showed her support for Donald Trump. This is a cultural war. And that's why we must do everything in our power to block this appointment. The left wants to undo our country. They want to take away the freedoms we have. We have created 2.4 million new jobs. 2018 is a referendum as to whether or not a duly elected president is allowed to do his job. The president is unstoppable, but he's only one man. You know, this is tough stuff. We're fighting a war. Steve Bannon for Trump's war and those idiots chanting that at the end of that that's a trailer for a movie it it's it just makes me really really sad no USA at all you heard it we're not allowed to exist ladies and gentlemen you could have that there you know actually cooking ourselves out of here <laughs> better be hot to cold All right, so back to churches, the IRS, tax exempt status, politics, and what should pastors and reverends actually be doing? The church exemption from requirements to file a Form 990 with the IRS, which can reveal private donor information. Again, churches don't really get that kind of donation. If the case is lost, churches would be forced to disclose private information to the public. Again, they don't give that private information when they donate to the church. I, you put it in a wicker basket. And it could open the door for further tax exemption challenges. Except for some churches that are really jackass churches, where they actually track to make sure you're tithing your 10%. There are churches like that. I think the Mormon church is one of them. Uh, you got you. you you got to give a check with your name on it so they know how much money you're giving to the church. Uh, no church I've ever been in does that. 
Some local jurisdictions have denied churches the use of public facilities to which other organizations readily are granted access. A case in Edesto Beach, California, has big implications for church plants and other small churches who cannot otherwise afford to build. Some local governments claiming that zoning codes override the rights of churches, blocking them from using buildings they already own or their own homes. In one ADF case, the government went so far as to threaten a church with substantial fines. Then there's a parking tax included in the Federal Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that would apply to church and ministry employees. It is still being challenged. California also is demanding that churches pay for abortion coverage in health insurance policies for employees. Lawmakers made the change without telling churches, and they are defending the law in court. The legislation is similar to the failed Obamacare mandate. Finally, government officials often try to intimidate churches and pastors with letters and formally worded warnings about what pastors are allowed to say regarding political issues. I'm allowed to say whatever I want. While few of the warnings are founded in law, they are served to chill the speech of church leaders. Explained Harding This short list does not include hundreds of legal matters that often aren't covered by the media and don't make it to the court. Matters that the ADF Church Alliance team handles for churches also include other hindrances to ministry. Employment issues, noise ordinances claims, land use laws, sexual orientation and gender identity laws, and more. Good, because uh, you don't get to force your personal political agenda on our our churches. Sorry, or our fellow Christians. Sorry. Harding noted the culture is changing, and that means churches have a lot more on their plates than they did even five years ago. Thou shalt not steal. Oh, sorry. I moved right into a new thing. Yeah. I, I think I pretty much said about how I feel about it, right? And I am a reverend. And this is my church. And if I was taking donations for the church and uh, the IRS said I had to pay him, I would. I wouldn't change a damn thing. Again, it, it's just money, right? What's more important? Your spirituality or money? All right, World Net Daily, thou shalt not steal is one of the Ten Commandments. But the latest incarnation of the Deadpool film franchise has sparked a holy war of sorts. I have not even seen one of these movies. I hadn't even heard of it. I'd heard of Deadpool and the comic book, but... And I, I think it appeared in, like, a, maybe another movie, but I've never watched any movies that, you know, was about Deadpool. Turns out there's like three of them now. As the movie poster for the Ryan Reynolds action flick appears to have at least borrowed heavily from a famous depiction of Jesus. The poster for Once Upon a Deadpool, which opened with Nesday, appears similar to a painting titled The Second Coming by Seventh-day Adventist artist Harry Anderson. The original work features Jesus returning to earth, surrounded by angels blowing trumpets. 
The movie poster has Mass Deadpool portrayed by Reynolds, accompanied by characters from the film, some playing musical instruments along with a small dog. A tagline reads, You'll believe in miracles. You'll as in Y-U-L-E. Members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, being Mormons, which commissioned Anderson's work in the 1960s, are now calling for the removal of the poster and a petition on change.org. The petition explains, in the original painting, Jesus Christ is at the center surrounded by angels. In the poster, Deadpool replaces Jesus Christ. Deadpool is positioned exactly as Jesus Christ was and is wearing a white robe. It is unknown if the picture was used to intentionally mock the Church of Jesus Christ, but it is clear it was copied from the original picture. This is a form uh this is a form of sorry, it's they messed up again. This is a form of religious discrimination. We ask that the picture not be used or posted in any manner, that they find another poster to represent their movie. More than thirty one thousand people have signed a petition as of this report. The vast majority of comments under the petition did not like the Deadpool version, with some stating this is mockery to our savior. I think Deadpool is cool and all, but don't use a religious image, especially this one. This is unnecessary. There are other ways to be funny. This is sick. It's blasphemy. I love my Savior Jesus Christ, and this picture is saying to me that you think Deadpool is like him. Didn't find it? I think you need to think about what you are trying to say here. I think I feel like it's not just about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but the overarching issue that you have mocked Jesus Christ and that many Christians and even non-Christians would take umbrage with this. That all comments were negative, however. One quoted Latter-day Saint Apostle David A. Bedner, To be offended is a choice we make. It is not a condition inflicted or imposed upon us by someone or something else. Uh, I, that was a good quote, because I was going to say, I, I, I'm not offended at all. I really don't care. It's, it's a stupid poster. It means nothing to me. Another wrote, this poster is not religious discrimination, as the author of this petition claims. The poster is satirical, not discriminatory. Anyone who knows the Deadpool character knows that he's completely non-discriminatory as he ridicules, mocks, satirizes just about everyone and everything, including himself. Go see the movie. Though not quite as good as the first, it's very funny. Laugh loudly, get over it. Yeah, right? Get over it. I would. Like I said, you have no right to be free from of being, being offended. offended. I just said that about people that are on the other side of it, that are not really, they're atheists. You don't have a right not to be offended. You don't have a right to be free from religion. You don't have a right to be free from people doing stupid things like that. Who cares? It's like it was like when all the Christians got upset with Mary being, you know, depicted with crap on her. I was like, I don't really care. It's stupid, stupid. but why is my tax dollars paying, paying for it? For That's it, what right. I cared about. 
Well, no, and now... I don't want my taxpayer paying for art I like, yet alone art I don't, well, I don't even consider that art. It's, it's I do have a problem... Lazy. I have a problem with them making fun of my first lady and cutting off my president's head. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit... That's, that's a little that's over. Different. That's violence towards the president, and it's against the law. And notice, we didn't, we didn't go overboard and throw the comedian in jail. She just got a talking to a little bit of a scare. And then after everyone came after her and said, why did you apologize? You should apologize. And she came out and said, I, you're right, I'm not sorry. Then I would have sent the, I would have sent the Secret Service back and said, really, you're not sorry? Okay, come on with us. You like bracelets, don't you? Hands behind your back. <laughs> you didn't get that joke. Right? I did, I did. I really got to find that thing tonight because we're leaving tomorrow. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I'm still looking. Uh, I don't know where it would be. and look over by the outhouse, maybe. Okie doke. All right, so, moving along. Don't do it too loud. Oh, God, I'll try. Turn down your... Everyone who's listening, turn down your devices. It's time for the political smackdown. Are you ready to rumble? How was that? That's as low as I could do it. I, I know. It's still loud, but that's okay. All right, from the Free Beacon. Democrat Representative Nancy Wicked Witch of the West Pelosi. No, she's the Wicked Witch of the West. I named her first. Casio is the Wicked Witch of the East. Has yet to make the Speaker's gavel of the U.S. House of Representatives, but Democrats are already laboring to make it easier to dismantle the achievements of the Trump presidency. The incoming chairman of the House Rules Committee, Representative Jim McGovern, Democrat, Taxachusetts, confirmed to colleagues on Wednesday that he would not honor the three-fifths supermajority required to raise income taxes as reported by WAPO. What do you mean, would not honor? If it's the law, it's the law. You have to honor it, buddy. Or we can have you impeached. McGovern's decision overturns a rule implemented under outgoing Speaker Paul Ryan. Oh, it's a rule. That mandated a three-fifths majority approve any proposed hike to the income tax. Well, I do still believe you have to you have to do it you can't do it unilaterally there, McGovern. The change comes after a standoff between Pelosi and her moderate allies in the Democrat conference, such as incoming Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal, Taxachusetts, and younger, more progressive members like Representative elect Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, a commie New York. Uh, Susan tells me they're trying to come out and saying they're not socialists anymore? How could you run as a democratic socialist and then after you're elected say you're not a socialist? And that everything you want is socialist, but you're not a socialist. This is this is this is stupid. This can't this can't possibly work. And plus you're gonna piss off your base. Because their brace are progressives, so they're socialists. Oh wait, they're gonna say they're progressives now? Oh yeah, more progressive members. Progressives are socialists. They're just elite socialists. That means you all get to share 
everything equally, but they get everything they want. You suffer equally, they have everything because they're the elites. That's what that means. In November, oh, by the way, they can change this all they want. They can raise the income tax by passing a bill in the House that must then pass the Senate, which Republicans picked up seats in the Senate. So it's not going to happen. If it passes the Senate, the president still has to sign it into law. And he will not, he'll, he will not do that. He'll, he'll veto it. And they don't have the members in the House to overturn it. I mean, in the Senate. That's to go back to the Senate and be overturned. Two-thirds. They don't have it. But I don't think it'll pass the Senate anyway. Again, they could pass all the bills they want in the House. The Senate has to pass them through the Senate, and then the President has to sign them. Just because they went back to the House does not mean they can undo Trump's achievements. No, they can't. It would take the, the Senate, and they have to have a bunch of Republicans agree to do it, and then the President would have to agree to sign it into law. Or do you really think the President's going to sign a tax hike into law that would undo his economy? That's what, that's, th these idiots want to undo your, this economy that's roaring right now. They want to turn it back into a piece of crap, slow-moving, high, high unemployment economy. That's what they want. A stagnated, go-nowhere, high inflation, high unemployment, lots of people on welfare. That's what they want. That's what, that's what raising taxes will bring. And, of course, less money in tax dollars into the Treasury. Oh, yes, when they lower taxes on the rich, we get more money into the Treasury for two reasons. One, rich people stop hiding their money. Two, they start hiring people. Hiring people means those people pay taxes that they weren't paying before because they were on unemployment living off tax dollars that they're no, no longer living off of, which is, again, a bonus. This is not rocket science, and these idiot Democrats have you believing that that's trickle-down economics, and it didn't work for Reagan, it doesn't work now. It did work under Reagan, it did work under Harding and Coolidge, and it, it did work under Trump, and it's working right now. Raising taxes would undo it. Why do they want to undo it? In November, Wicked Witch of the West, Pelosi and Neal initially proposed keeping the three-fifths supermajority rule for income tax increases on the lowest earning 80% of taxpayers. That notion, however, met stern opposition from Ocasio-Cortez and other progressives because it would severely constrain the ability of House Democrats to find new revenue sources to fund measures like universal health care and free college tuition, which is not going to ever happen and you don't, and they don't get it, raising taxes does not give you a revenue stream. Decreasing taxes does not decrease your revenue stream. The reverse is true. And it's been proven time and time again, literally three times. No, four. It also worked at the JFK. If you you don't care about Republicans and only Democrats, JFK lowered taxes on the rich, and more tax dollars came into the tax coffers. The economy kicked in. The space race went ga gaboom, and we won. 
the space race. All that happened because of lowering taxes on the rich. Happened to Hardwick and Coolidge, too, the Roaring Twenties. Happened under Reagan as well. Happening now. Happened under Clinton as well. No, he didn't do it. He took credit for it. No, it was the Republican Congress that did it. And he vetoed it. And they overrode him. And that's what did it. He took credit for it. He vetoed it. It was overridden, but he took credit for it. That He did that quite often, actually. So stop telling me all the wonderful, how Clinton's was so wonderful. No, the Republican majority in Congress was so wonderful. If it was up to Clinton, the economy would have been in the tank. <clears throat> if it's up to Cortez, big time. You're never going to get this universal health care and college tuition passed. It's not going to happen, Cortez. Hate to break it to you, Neil. Cortez, you commies. Not going to happen. People don't want it. People already accept, already pissed off that we didn't get rid of Obamacare. People already pissed off at the Republicans for not funding the wall. Why do you think? Why do you think the Republicans lost seats in the House? Because they did not fund the border wall. And you don't want to fund the border wall either, Cortez, Neil, other commies. Me thinkest maybe. Next election, you might be on the on the outs. Your types on the outs. I know it's only two years for you, but bye bye. In response to the rule change, Rona Romney McNeil McDaniel, sorry, the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee, lambasted Democrats at Wednesday for prioritizing more government over the economic interests of the middle class. It's barely gotten any attention, but Nancy Wicked Witch of the West Pelosi just made it easier for House Dems to raise taxes on everyone, McDaniel wrote on Twitter. Not on the wealthy, everyone. They don't care about you. They don't care about anyone. They care about their policies. They care about getting what they want through. They don't, they don't want it to make your life better. They want it because it's stepping stones to totalitarian statism. That's what they really want. And they're part of the new world socialist. These young little commies got their little in, man. They're in. Like Flynn, to use an old saying. And I don't know why we used to say that, but we did. All right, from Fox News, again. President Trump has canceled the White House holiday party for the media. Of course he did. They hate Christmas. They don't like Christmas. They don't like Santa Claus. They don't like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. They don't like, they don't like Frosty the Snowman. They don't like Christmas music. So why should they host a Christmas party for them? Cancelled. First time in decades. I don't know why we were paying for it anyway. Making the decades-old tradition a victim of his increasingly contentious relationship with major news organizations. That's because they're, com they're not news organizations. They're propaganda organizations. The annual Christmas season gathering was a significant perk for those covering the White House, as well as other Washington reporters, anchors, and commentators and New York media executives, 
would regularly fly in for the occasion. At its peak, the invitation-only soirees grew so large that there were two back-to-back events, one for broadcast outlets and one for print outlets. Yeah, and Hannity was always if I'd never went. Journalists who attended the events, which featured a catered buffet of lamb chops, crab claws, and elaborate desserts, got to roam the decorated mansion with a spouse or other family member or friend or colleague added adding to the invitation's allure. But the biggest fringe benefit was the picture-taking sessions in which the President and First Lady would patiently pose with guests and briefly chat with them in front of the Christmas tree, with the White House sending out photos, copies of which were invariably sent home to Mom. This would take a couple hours with long lines snaking across the building's first floor. Bill Clinton even posed for pictures with journalists days after he was impeached. The White House officials, especially the communications staff, routinely circulated at these media parties and often talked shop. Last year, Chief of Staff John Kelly held forth with the reporters for at least 15 minutes, making informal remarks that turned into a mini-press conference. The decision is hardly shocking, given Trump's constant attacks on fake news and the overwhelmingly negative coverage of him and his administration. In recent weeks, the White House pulled the credentials of communist news network's Jim Acosta after he refused to give up a microphone at a news conference and restored his press pass only after the network filed a lawsuit. Oh, but he has to fo- all the press now has to follow rules of decorum or they lose their hard pass anyway. I don't think he can follow rules of decorum. Trump has also twice refused to attend the White House Correspondents' Dinner, a Tony Media Awards dinner attended by every president since Richard Nixon. <clears throat> While dropping the media party, the White House is in the midst of a full panoply of other parties. <clears throat> Excuse me, this season, this holiday season. This Christmas season, you mean? Selected media people generally favorable to Trump, including a few Fox News hosts, have made those guest lists. When Democrats have been in the White House, more liberal commentators have gotten invitations, while more conservative pundits have shown up during Republican administrations. Some critics question whether those who cover or comment on the White House should engage in such socializing. But few turn down the invitations. Many Trump supporters who view this, his coverage as unfairly harsh will undoubtedly welcome the president's decision to exclude the media establishment, at least for this year. Okay, I put this down as a Trump accomplishment. Screw these people. Why? And why is the taxpayer dollars paying for them to eat? Too much pomp and circumstance. They don't work. They don't work as journalists anyway. If they did, I still have a problem with spending all this money on a party for them. Why? Thank you. Let, let them throw their own party. From CNS News, one of the first two Muslim women elected to the U.S. Congress took a snide dig on Twitter at Vice President Pence for sitting with eyes closed during a heated Oval Office meeting posting a photo with the caption, 
Jesus take the wheel. And the other incoming Muslim congresswoman applauded the insult. Pieces of crap. Thank you, Michiganistan and Minnesota Stan. Because they're they're all Muslim now. Both those states are Muslim. It's over. It's not over. It's not over to the firearm sings. There's a lot of people that are leaving those states. I know, but what what eventually there's gonna be there's gonna be conflict. Trust me on this. There's gonna be people are gonna rise up. If something isn't if this isn't stopped, the people will take matters into their own hands, which we have every right to do. All power comes from the people. No government, no cop, no anything has any power that doesn't come from we the people. Never forget that. If they're not going to do their job to protect us from these mutts, then we'll do it ourselves, guaranteed. And that's not some radical concept. This is self-defense. This is defense of our nation and our neighbors. That's not a radical thing. These Muslims are not nice nice people. They're not going to just become nice little people and, and work for our best interests. They're here to take us over, ladies and gentlemen, at any way they can. They were told to do this. Infiltrate the government and then in, put in, infiltrate Sharia law into it. And that's what they're going to do. They're doing it right now. <clears throat> right, really, right after one paragraph. We're late. I was looking. We're going to go to break. Tim Quap Radio Show. You stay tuned because we'll be right back. <laughs> If you're in the country illegally, you are entitled to a well-prepared and frankly delicious ham sandwich, followed by a helpful boot in the ass to assist you in exiting the country. As always, a fizzy soda of your choice is optional. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day. Ten an hour. One person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drug alcohol and bad influences with the fmla people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it call quit drugs 321 now at 800-377-1456 800-377-1456 800-377-1456 that's 800-377-1456 If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. 
If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, call Consolidated Credit now. Call now, 800-481-8211. That's 800-481-8211. 800-481-8211. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by Virginia State Corporation, commission licensed under DC32. Establishment of a plan may adversely affect the individual's credit rating or credit scores. Non-payment of debt may lead creditors to increase financial charges or collections activity, including litigation. If you're suffering from hearing loss, stay tuned for a special offer from the makers of Listen Clear, a revolutionary hearing aid breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Right now, you can try Listen Clear hearing aids absolutely free for 45 days. You can also qualify for free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear hearing aids are so lightweight and comfortable, you can wear them all day long. They're practically invisible, too, so others won't even notice you're wearing them. And the best part is, you'll be able to hear almost everything, everywhere. So do something about your hearing loss. Call Listen Clear now to get started with your 45-day risk-free hearing aid trial. This special offer won't be available for long, so call Listen Clear now. 800-716-4665. 800-716-4665. We're here 24 hours a day to help. That's 800-716-4665. You have no idea. I've got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. What's the big idea? Do you have an idea for a new product or a phone app? Well, now is the time to make your idea a priority. Get it off the ground fast and call Davison. We have over 25 years experience helping big idea thinkers like you turn your ideas into products and apps that are found in retail stores and online. It's simple to get started. Call now and ask for our free Big Idea Starter Guide. We'll show you how to get started and protect your idea and show you the steps to get your killer idea in front of a corporation that can help you grow your dream. Dream big and be big. Call Davidson now for your free Big Idea Starter Guide. Davidson charges fees for services. 800-213-9257. 800-213-9257. Investing is a long-term process. How many times can you think of in the last decade that the stock market has destroyed retirement funds for people just like you and me? For your existing IRA, you need the security that gold has provided for centuries. Remember, gold has never been worth zero. Capital Gold would like to introduce you to the Home Storage Gold IRA. It's a self-directed IRA set up with all the protection and tax benefits of an LLC. But the big difference in this IRA is you invest in gold and you hold it in your possession. You can't do that with stocks. That's security. You can transfer any type of IRA hassle-free in days. Please call right now and learn more, and we'll waive the $500 setup fee and give you a free safe to store your gold. Call 800-515-6302. That's 800-515-6302.
Cooperative Radio Show, hour half of two. Boopity boopity boop. All right. Where were we? A disgusting Muslim women. Uh. Sorry, people. I don't care what I don't care what gender you are. You're a Muslim. You're gross. <clears throat> Ilan Omar's Democrat Minnesota stands tweet. Ended with the hashtag border wall, a reference to the contentious issue discussed during President Trump's meeting Tuesday with Senate Minority Leader Chucky Sinister Schumer, or I used to call him Chucky T. Schumer, Democrat New York and House Minority Leader Nancy Wicked Witch of the West Pelosi, Democrat California. The second Muslim woman elected to the House, Palestinian-American Congresswoman-elect Rashida... Don't even say her name right. Liked, quote-unquote, liked... You you people in those states, how stupid are you? Omar's Pence tweet. Understand they're being taken over by Muslims. Yeah, but okay, so you're going to do a Muslim and they're taking over... And they're guilty white liberals, that's all you need to know. And they're going to vote in women. Guilty white liberals. Sorry, Not ladies. only women, Muslim women. I'm a woman and I can't stand most of you women. Islam, Islam oppresses women. Period. I mean, how are they even getting away with They're being elected? Allowed, because you're allowed to do anything. I covered this just last night. You're allowed to do anything you want in Islam as long as it's furtherance of Islam. You can break every tenet, every rule, everything. As long as it's in the furtherance of Islam. And that's what this is. They, they were, I reported this over a decade ago, the, the, a big mucky mucky man told everybody as they were going to Europe in a year that they were to stay together in, in little enclaves to themselves, live under Sharia law, and just build the numbers, and build the numbers, and slowly infiltrate Sharia law into the government, that's the plan. That was what they told him to do. Why did he he said it in public? Why do, do they keep telling us what they're going to do and nobody believes it? This is bad. This is infiltrating our government. What's happening at the state level is bad. Infiltration of the government. What's happening in Europe is bad. It's infiltration of the government. It is all bad. Why do you let seditious organizations even exist in this country? Communist Party USA. International Socialist Organization. Islam. Off the top of my head, those three organizations want to overthrow our government. Why do we allow it? Pence, whose strong Christian faith has become fodder for liberal critics, has also mocked was also mocked on social media for sitting in passively during the meeting as the presidents wrangled with Schumer and Pelosi. Okay, that sentence was screwed up too. Omar, a Somali-American from Minnesota, Stan, will take a seat in the U.S. House next year, as will Michiganistan's Tlaib. Tlaib. She's a Tlaib. Are you kidding me? You would have Congratulations, in. America. We are going down. You would have gone into that meeting wearing dark glasses and put your damn feet up. 
I, I have nothing to say to these people. I do what I want to do when I want to do it. But anyway, push the button. No, now I did it all wrong. Yep. You didn't I, set yourself up. No, no, I did, but I put the show trailer up instead. Wrong one. I know. I forgot it. I forgot Susan, the old if, order. If you set yourself I was right next to you. Every single time if you set your decks up, you will always be ahead of yourself. You don't listen. I tell you how to do it, and you decide you know better. So it's on you. Okay. Hurry the hell up. Jake's Ham Sandwich Rule. If you're in the country illegally, you are entitled to a well-prepared and frankly delicious ham sandwich. Followed by a helpful boot in the ass to assist you in exiting the country. As always, a fizzy soda of your choice is optional. Can it be farther away? That's your coffee mug, dear. Like I said, I'm sitting next to you. I didn't go anywhere yet. Oh, you were standing up. Walking around. To do the fire. You were up. And you were out the door. So shut up. Enough! You just said you were sitting here the whole time. Everybody just heard you. Could you stop? You're just arguing with me to argue with me yet again. Cut it out. From the San Diego Union Tribune, two groups of Central American migrants made separate marches on the U.S. consulate in Tijuana, yes, Tuesday, demanding that they be processed through the asylum system more quickly and in greater numbers, that deportations be halted, and that President Trump either let them into the country or pay them $50,000 each to go home. I have only one question. Who the hell do you think you are? How the hell can you demand it? What are you going to do if we don't give you into your demands? What is going to happen to us? The president better do this or what? Or you'll stay in Tijuana? So stay in Tijuana. Tijuana's problem. It's Mexico's problem, not ours. You arrogant little pissant. I'll tell you right now, the only thing I'm going to give you is lead poisoning. Good thing I'm up in Montana. If I lived in the border states, there would be a lot of dead illegal aliens. Because I know I have the right to kill your backsides. <clears throat> On the one-month anniversary of their arrival at the Tijuana, caravan members are pressing the United States to take action. But they are dwindling in numbers since more than 6,000 first arrived to the city shelters. Approximately 700 have voluntarily returned to their country of origin. 300 have been deported, and 2,500 have applied for humanitarian visas in Mexico. According to Cuachil Castillo, a caravan member who met with Mexican officials Tuesday, the group of unaccounted migrants, about 3,500, are presumed to have either crossed illegally into the United States, moved to other Mexican border cities, or simply fallen through the cracks. The cracks of what? Mexico's National Institution of Migration did not respond to a request to verify those numbers Tuesday. Stop it. The first group demanding action, numbering about 100, arrived at the U.S. consulate at about 11 a.m. Tuesday. 
The migrants said they are asking that the Trump administration pay them 50000 each or allow them into the U.S. When asked how the group came up with the $50,000 figure, organizer Alfonso Guerra said they chose that number as a group. But why? It may seem like a lot of money to you, Uluwa said, but it is a small sum compared to everything the United States has stolen from Honduras. What the hell have we stolen from Honduras? What the hell are you talking about? We get nothing from Honduras except illegal guns and drugs. The group's letter criticized American intervention in Central America. They gave the U.S. consulate 72 hours to respond. What? They said they had not decided what to do if their demands were not met. (laughs) What are you going to throw rocks at us? I don't know. We will decide as a group. Good. I suggest you decide to go home or shut up. The second letter, delivered around 1.20 p.m., came from a separate group of caravan members asking for the U.S. to speed up the asylum process. The process is our process, and it will be processed the way it's supposed to be processed, and if it was up to me, you wouldn't be processed at all. Specifically, the group asked U.S. immigration officials to admit up to 300 asylum seekers at the San Cedro port of entry each day. Currently, officials admit between 40 and 100 asylum seekers. The group of migrants say the slow pace violates American and international laws that call for, a, for an immediate process. No, our laws do not call for that, and I don't give a crap about international law. And places vulnerable migrants at risk. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You're not in Honduras anymore where you were afraid for your life. You're in Mexico where you're not afraid for your life, so why are you vulnerable and at risk? From whom? Your fellow Hondurans, maybe? In the meantime, families, women, and children who have fled our countries continue to suffer, and the civil society of Tijuana continue to be forces to confront this humanitarian crisis, a refugee crisis caused in great part by decades of U.S. intervention in Central America, the letter states. Okay, what intervention? Be specific. I love these charges people make when they're propagandized for their whole lives. What intervention? What did we do in Honduras? What did did we specifically intervene in? Go. The second letter came from a group of 50 migrants, including about 15 who participated in a hunger strike. Wow, we don't care if you starve. That also demanded a swifter U.S. asylum process. The activist group Pueblo Sin Fronteras, that, that by the way, is that is that, no, we don't want them. That, see, they organized this. Helped organize the delivery of the second letter. No, they, they helped organize all of this. The whole migration, everything. It's already been linked to Pueblo Sin Fronteras. That group organized this whole thing. Representatives of the second group met with Mexican immigration officials from Tijuana. The migrants asked Mexican officials to stop working with the municipal police in deporting caravan members. Migrants thought the number of deportations and voluntary repatriations is a reflection of their precarious situation in Tijuana. I don't care. A lot of people are leaving because there is no solution here. Right. Your solution's back home, bub. Fix your country. Get a, get, a, get a mild education and fix your country. 
It's not, it's not hard. You can teach yourself, really. I, they must still have books, right? A lot of people leave because there's no solution here, said Douglas Matut, 38 of Tijuana. We thought they would let us in, but Trump said the military instead of social workers. Ha-ha! That's why we elected Donald J. Trump, you little schmuck. The two groups were unaware of each other's demands, but both said their messages were well-received by the staff of the U.S. Consulate in Tijuana. They gave us a warm welcome, Castillo said. They were very kind. She said she'd sent the letter to the recipients. Yeah, you know what that means, right? Circular file. Um, seriously, who in God's name do these people think the hell they are? Well... The Fronteros people tell them they're everything. This is how you do it. This is, we're going to do this. They, they set this whole thing up. They can't believe it didn't work. They're still pushing it. Well, he took 1,700 troops out of the border today, but there's still 4,000 down there. He does what he has to do what he has to do. Yeah, but it might not be him. It might be the deep state. No, no. He's the commander-in-chief. The deep state can't do squat. Yeah, but they don't have to tell him. Oh, yeah, actually, they do. He's in control. He is the general in charge of the military. Okay, well... They don't move without his permission. Okay, then how come he didn't know that it's longer than 28 days to get the veterans into this community care? That's not the military. It's not run by the military. I thought it was run by the Pentagon. No, it isn't. The VA? No. Nope. It's run by whoever they, they appoint to run it. Yeah, but that's out of the Department of Defense. No, it's not. Fine. They have their own funding stream. Otherwise, they would get their funding from the Department of Defense, and they don't. They get separate funding from the Congress. Uh, look it up yourself. I am. Anyway, it, it, this is a stupid argument to have on air. You can always look anything up yourself. Don't argue if you don't even know what you're arguing about. The letter asking for a speedier U.S. asylum process was addressed to President Trump, Department of Homeland Security, Secretary Kirsten Nielsen, Cedro Port Director Sidney Akiwai, this the Port Director has nothing to say about it, and Commissioner of the Office of Customs and Border Protection Kevin McAleenan. And again, has nothing to say about it. They answer to the President. All of them. So they have nothing to say on the matter. It's only up to Trump. Again, but that doesn't mean your letter's going to get to him. Castilla said she was not given a time frame of when the U.S. will respond. I, I, I know somewhere along the way that's going to fall into a shredder. Trump has threatened to cut off financial aid to Honduras. Yeah, see, we give them financial aid, but we're the blame for all their problems. You want to know problems are? What happens when you don't get our money that's unconstitutional and not supposed to get it anyway? So he's threatening to cut off financial aid to Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador. That's all of Central America, if you didn't know that. Okay, it's just saying that the parent agency of the VA is the White House. That's right. That's the executive branch. What do you mean that's all they're saying? And then he just said, you lose. White House. You lost the argument, Susan. Back off. Back off. It's not the Pentagon. You lose. No, I understand that, but why didn't he? was he not aware of the delay in the, them getting there if they have to do Because tell they don't him. tell him. Right. Susan, it's a separate... Gosh, dang it. It is not the military for the last 
time. I know. It's a civilian organization. Got it? And they didn't tell him. They don't tell him anything. Of people under him are told. And they're supposed to run it correctly. They are audited. When they're audited, that's when there's when they find out. How do you think they found out? Okay, now they now he does something about it. That didn't work. Does something else about it. That didn't work. Does more about it. That didn't work. Does something. Oh, wait, something's working. Okay, that's better. That's how it happens. Okay, that's how it works. That's how it has worked. That's how it is working. This is not the military. Military have their own hospitals on military bases all over the country. Although the main hospital, VA hospital here, is on a military base. But there are other hospitals on other military bases that are not Veterans Administration. Does that make sense? Yes. It's just they're on federal land, they're on military, but they're not military. Gotcha. And it's a bureaucracy. So, like all the bureaucracies, it's entrenched. And every time you try and change it, it's like trying to it's trying to push a boulder uphill. It's a nightmare. Uh, the military's a lot easier. Do it. And it's done. Where was I with this now? Don't, don't start debates in the middle of this, will you? Um... If these countries did not stop the caravan before it reached the U.S. border, he has reiterated as late as Tuesday the need for a border wall, threatening to shut down the U.S. government if funding was not approved. Yes, and I've called my elected cockroaches and told them personally, I want the border wall fully funded. I want merit-based immigration. I want no, no more visas given out, work visas given out until we straighten this mess out. And I don't care if you have to shut down the government, shut it down. And I rarely call. I call. All right. Uh, <clears throat> getting into the U.S. consulate was somewhat of a victory, the caravan group said. No, it wasn't. That's what Trump said you were supposed to do. Stop trying to enter the country illegally. If you are seeking asylum, you must go to a port of entry or... Or the embassy in Mexico. It's not a victory. He told you to go there, you dumbass. They received us at least. They, he told you they would. Uluwawa said. What kind of what kind of name? It's not even a Spanish name. U L L O A. It was nice to be treated with respect. Bite me. The letter said the group is made up of families, women, and children. The majority of which are young men, right, who are of fighting age, who are fleeing from poverty, insecurity, and political repression under the dictatorship of Juan Orlando Hernandez. And whose fault is it that he's a dictator? Us or you? Who elected these people somewhere down the line? You decided that you wanted this guy to be in charge because he offered you everything, free everything. And you decided that was good. Well, people like me keep warning everybody here and everybody around the world, nothing in life is free, and you get the government you deserve. If you wanted all that free stuff, you got it in the beginning, but it ran out. It's, it always runs out. And now the government has everything it needs. The military has everything it needs. What do you got? You've got nothing. 
That, so you want to come here and take it from us. We're already subsidizing your government, which is stupid because it never trickles down to the people, ladies and gentlemen. We're just subsidizing the government and the military, and it needs to stop. We should not be giving any money to these countries in South and Central America and Mexico. No, none. Even if it was constitutional, we shouldn't do it. It never gets to the people. It only helps the government and the military. Is that what we really want to do? With that, we got to end the show. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.